Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. All right, now on to the Eels, defeating the Titans 25-24. Spoke about it earlier, but it got to get out of the way. Titans absolutely dudded. Please, I just... This is why you don't make that call last week with that offside call. Because that's not normally what happens in rugby league. If you were looking for penalties all the time, you could find them every set. That's why most refs go, no, I'm not going to call that penalty because then I'm calling penalties every time there's a field goal situation. Now, if there's an outrageous offside where he literally, like, for example, if Aaron Clark had have got to, you know, and blocked it or got to it and put massive, like, huge pressure, then you could go, okay, he was way offside. He genuinely affected the play. So you get fast forward, and not only that, in the same game, there were people offside for the Gold Coast Titans field goal. Then you go the next week. The ref is literally calling RCG offside. He's literally saying, offside, RCG, not square, not square. RCG is the closest man to Tanner Boyd, but he doesn't call a penalty. Now, the sad thing for that ref is he's not the one that made the dud call the week before. He's actually making probably the right call because RCG did pull out the end. Tanner Boyd still had time to make that field goal. But because the precedent was set the week before, Titans fans have every right to be filthy that they've there is an argument made. I'm, I don't know whether they would have won the game, but you could, if you're a Titans fan, you very much feel like you've been robbed of four competition points, which would have them in the top eight right now if they had won those two games. Yep, completely agree. It's yep. a brutal spot to be in. And like you talk about setting a precedent of either you call them all or you call none and get, get the refs across the board. It's like an example is the play of the ball. <coughs> it still never touches anyone's foot, mm. but they never call it. Yep. All right. That technically, it is a penalty every time. Yeah. But they don't. So just be consistent. Yeah. Well, it's like the ball plant. Ball plants happen nearly every second tackle. Every now and then they'll go, ball plant. And you're just like, oh, my God. <laughs> Bro, seriously. Like, I understand the ball plant, if they knock it on or someone kicks it out or whatever, yeah, fair enough. Call the penalty against them because they – or not. Don't give them the knock on because they're the ones that plant it first. But when you just get done for ball plant, who, was it early in the year against Penrith? Penrith versus Broncos, round one, wasn't it? 
He got done for a ball plan, yeah. and it was a good play. The ball, fuck, talk about memory, Rain Man. Yeah, Jesus. Um, and so, yeah. Anyway, I, I love you just saying that. Oh, remember when um Brisbane Penrith round one ball plan? Oh yeah, that one. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, but like you take the example of, and you know, I I don't necessarily agree with it in the rules, but if a player is on the ground near the sideline and you give him any momentum to get him over the sideline, we all know it's a penalty mm. straight away. They are consistent with it, though. Yeah. yeah. I don't. I, I think if a player's on the ground, I, I don't think a tackle's completed. You should be able to have impact there. Yeah. But at least they are consistent with it, whether it's the in goals of the sideline, mm. whereas this stuff is just all over the place. It's all over the shop. And Titans fans have every right to feel robbed of a fair opportunity to win the game. Um, anyway, let's get into the match. Eels defeat the Titans 25-24. to 24. Look, I really actually like the Titans, what they're doing. I'm each, even though they're not picking up wins, I think they're showing so much more grit than they've showed in, in – and it's almost sad because if you're Holbrook, you're sitting there going, bloody hell, boys. Like, where was this while I was at the club? You know what I mean? Like, I, now all of a sudden I leave the club and you want to get play gritty for me. Um, but anyway, that aside, I think the, the Titans are really beginning to turn a corner. I really like their gritty nature. They're hanging in games. Now, the Eels, good they got to win, but still, if they want, you know, I think we've forgotten they were in the grand final last year. I still think they're going to go on a run, but it was a little, little even though they got the win, it was a little bit disappointing as to where they should be right now as a team. What do you guys reckon? Yeah, I agree, mate. I think for Parramatta, like, obviously, Sivo um, got Simbin early, Regan Cameron Gillard, he got Simbin as well. So they, they were down to. 11 players for 10 minutes or so then, which I personally thought got the Titans pretty heavily back into the match. Did you think RCG? Did you think that, that was just a sin bin? Yeah, I think that was just a sin bin. Yeah. Like, I don't think he, in like, I don't think he intentionally meant to knee him. I just think he was super lazy and he just went to drop and slide into the tackle. Yeah. But I think it was definitely 10 of the bin. Did, did you say, Matty, that was four weeks? Yeah, four weeks, yeah. Jeez, oh. they're going to miss him. Oh, massively. The, the reason why I say, you know, the, the Eels... Uh, I guess disappointing is like the Titans made nine to four line breaks against them. Yeah, okay, fair. And so I go, oh, they should be a premiership threat. But you're right, they they did have two in the bin. There were a period there where they were down to eleven men. So you know maybe I'm being a little bit, a little bit too harsh, but I just it's, look at some of these stats. It's also Parramatta who we know they have their off their down weeks, and there's been enough up weeks lately. That I'm like, yeah. This is a down week that they weren't anywhere close to their best. They got the job done. Yeah. Yeah. Just, but. Yeah. But like, they had 53% of the ball, completed at 79%. And as, as I said, they had four line breaks, Titans had nine. Um, and so, I think they're going to go on a run. I just don't know if they were at their best last night. I really don't. What about when they, they, they hung in there when they only had 11 on and then one minute before Sebo came on, they got the ball to Carl Piera and you just like, oh, it's done. Yeah. It's over. And I, I thought Gutho had him covered, but that guy is just so Holy quick. So quick. So quick. So exciting. Um, speaking of Gutho, what a try. Oh. I couldn't believe the commentators were like shocked at it. I, I, thought, I thought you could clearly see his knee hadn't touched the ground yet. Yeah, yeah, I thought Agreed. so too. I, I thought it was pretty obvious that his knee wasn't in contact, and I thought multiple angles backed it up. Um, anyway, I mean, maybe the thing I wonder sometimes with the commentators, maybe they have small screens that aren't like 4K mm. or like high def, and so maybe that's why sometimes they can't see certain things. Um, but that try by Gutho, that was just pure competitor. 
just yeah. to get there. It's Gutho to a T, isn't yeah. it? Like I, I often think with Gutho, some of the things he does just he te- he does things in an ugly way sometimes. Like yeah. he'll reverse spiral or he'll flick at the right. Like he just does things in a bit of an odd way. But the effort he puts oh, into everything fuck. is unbelievable. Geez, there a different style with him in it. Yeah. Like, you know, I think, you know what's insane is how crazy is that? Was it last year, the year before Max, but maybe last year, where people were blowing up saying he's not worth 750K a year? Yeah, bless. Are you serious? <laughs> Are you serious? Gutho's not worth 750K a year. He is worth every cent of 750K. Think about the season that um, Hamiso's having. He scored 15 tries. Think about the season that DWZ's having, 15 tries. Sivo's on 16 tries. Gutho's on 16 as well. Really? 16 tries this year. Gothinator. Wow. It's only Carl Pierre in front of him on 17 and Dom Young on 18. So, And you think about, I would I would imagine the vast majority of tries that Sivo's scoring is getting the pass from Gutho. From Gutho. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Because he'd have a shit ton of assists as well. Yeah. Wow. I love that for Gutho. I don't know. Like, I feel like for a period there, he was a polarizing player. I'm like, what the hell? Gutho is the nicest, best bloke, most competitor ever. Like, he, if there's one player to get around, it's the great Gutherino. Nine try assists to Gutho. He's actually, yeah, I mean, no huge shock, but he is well and truly behind Dill Brown and Mitch Moses still. But yeah, what he's doing on that left edge is pretty crazy. Um, yeah, so I, I actually think the Eels if they get Brown back relatively soon, can go on a real big push. Because Gutho played Origin, which will be great for his confidence. Mitch Moses, his confidence right now is literally through the roof. And his defence, yeah. once again on Fafita. Four of his last eight NRL rugby league games have been defending Fafita. <laughs> what a gear. Oh. And you look, you want to say, look, if anyone doesn't believe Mitchell Moses is a gun defender now, oh. you're kidding yourself. Four games against Fafita and he did a job? <laughs> what a joke. Fucking hell. He must be looking at the team sheet going, what the fuck? <laughs> Jesus. Once again, I think a lot of that credit has to go to the coach. He doesn't get, Brad Arthur doesn't get anywhere near the credit he deserves. And, I mean, you look at all the second rowers he's brought, that have come to that club and turned into guns, and if you if you just cannot find a better example than Fuck. Bryce Cartwright, Bryce Cartwright, uh, his career for me was over five years ago. I, I keep thinking every week when I'm chucking on same game multi, I go, Who, "Who's running at Bryce? Stop doing it. It doesn't. It's it, he has improved out of sight. Most improved player in the NRL right now, right up there. Yeah, he is like the game on the weekend. He was like a rampaging back rower. When have we ever thought Bryce Cartwright would be a rampaging back rower? And you're right. Once again, Brad Arthur has turned a player that has struggled into a gun. Like, look where Mitchell Moses was at the, when he came to the Eels compared to who, who he is now. Yeah. Look yeah. at Gutho. They didn't even know what position Gutho was. It's like Cardi's just adding a teaspoon of cement to his wee bix every morning. Every morning. He gets a little bit tougher every week. He had that run. I can't remember exactly, but he just pinned his ears, went... Carmichael Hunt full throttle at them. Yeah. No self-preservation. I was like, who is this bloke? <laughs> I loved it. There was a run that he did where he got a penalty and he stood up and he like, the play was over, they got the penalty and he was still wrestling guys off him and then <laughs> stepped over them and then went back to his spot. I was like, that's unreal. Yeah, that's mate. what he was like when he was 16. He was a maniac. Yeah. So good to see. And once again, it's all about environment. It's all about coaching. Like There is not a single soul 
that would have said Bryce Cartwright will be an aggressive, strong battler, um, and yet he's been put in an environment that that somehow relates to him and, and brings the best out of him. And he's been outstanding for them this year, outstanding. Um, I mean, he's keeping a guy like Matto on the bench. And he's stepping into the shoes of Isaiah Papali. Yeah, I know. Fuck. Um, Jermaine Hopgood got through a thousand tackles, um, 120 metres, and he made 40 tackles, zero missed. Uh, also, Brendan Hands, 47 tackles. I'm really excited for Brendan Hands. I really think he's cemented that position now. I think so. I think it's like not even a conversation as regards to if when Hodgson comes back, obviously you could bring him off the bench maybe and get Hands to play, you know, 60 minutes or whatever. But I think right now, the, the future for Hands is super exciting. Like he's, he's got that spot. He almost reminds me a little bit of like Blake Braley to a degree in regards to they come in and they're just really solid, good hookers with good service. But as they get more confident, I think we're going to see more and more from Hands uh, in the future. I mean, he can't be that bad. He was part of the Penrith system. So they must, uh, he must have something going on about him. Must have something going on about him. I think he's also played a bit of 5-8 and stuff too. So I think he's got a little bit more creativity than what we've seen so far. Yeah. Yeah. So look, as I said, like I still thought that, like for example, I still think the Eels could have played a little bit better than they did. But you're right. They had two sent to the bin. The Titans, it might be a, uh, a matter of the Titans being better than what we think they are at this point. Um, but a win's a win for the Eels. And I'm really, I'm, I'm quite confident that I think they're going to go on a bit of a run. I really think Mitchell Moses is in for a, just a huge end of season. Something we haven't spoken about in a while, but I did find it interesting on the weekend. Coach didn't use Luca Moretti off the bench. Played Joe off and for 12 minutes, Andrew Davey for 19. Wow. Wow. And RCG had a sim bin too, remember? So guys did extra. And they had two in the sim bin actually at one point. Brad Arthur has had, always had strange bench rotations. Remember the first five weeks? <laughs> yeah, that was weird. It was like he was getting plucked out of a hat each week. The two so guys he got weird, to use. They? It was bizarre. Yeah. And he was like playing blokes for like super long minutes like RCG and Junior Bolo and keeping blokes on the bench for like. And it's not like Luke and Reddy that they didn't use as like a hooker that they didn't need or an yeah. outside back they didn't need. He's a forward. So <laughs> interesting. But. Hey, if there's a method, if it's working, keep going. Uh, on to the Titans. Look, uh, I saw a lot of people like into Tanner Boyd at the end there. It's like, mate, he missed one field goal. Like, yeah, Jesus Christ. Do you know how hard that shit is? Some of the best players in the game miss field goals. It's not Cooper Cronk. You don't nail it every time. Oh, mate. Like, seriously. It's like the Titans 7 jersey. Comes with a target. On. Curse. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. It's like unbelievable. Like, he's been so important to this gritty nature that has been a turnaround. And anyway, um, outside of that, look, Tino being suspended for three or four weeks. It's huge, huge loss. But they did win a game without Tino recently, I'm pretty sure. I really like where they're headed. I think I'm really excited to see this young team stay together. I hope Tino and David stay at the club. I think they will. I, I think they'd be crazy to leave. Um, I'm really excited for the Titans. Yeah, I think they'll stay there. I think um, Tino missing the next few weeks. One guy I've noticed last few weeks has been Chris Randall. They're using him just as a middle forward. Yeah, he's killing it. He is going at it. Oh, Watch him. I, I reckon he'll play 50 to 60 minutes over the next few weeks. Just keep an eye on him because he gets through Bucky so energy. much work. Energy, just yeah. energy. Proper energy. So you've got like him, Aaron Clark, that sort of play the same kind of role. But I reckon they'll just use Chris Randall as a front row for the next few weeks. Yeah, they, they really might. They really might. Um, in regards to standout, uh, I thought Campbell had some good moments, but we always, you know, we come to expect that with Campbell. We had three line breaks in Campbell. Jeez, he's electric. 
I thought, uh, and I mean, in a very, very similar boat, but Mo Fotawaker again. 65 minutes, 120-odd metres, a um, few tackle breaks, 30, 35 tackles, one missed. He's pr- and a proper elite front rower. Yep, top tier. Another guy, Cam Pereira. A start of the year, I thought that he wasn't ready for first grade. I thought there were parts of his game he really needed to round out. I think that he has definitely developed into a player that is ready for first grade. If he can just just round his game out, you know what he reminds me of? A little bit like the Fox when he first came in. Like incredible finisher, like incredible. Some of the best, like the best in the comp nearly. If he just rounds out his game a little bit, he is going to be something special. Mate, he is so fast, so quick. But then it's just every two weeks he shows me a new brain explosion that makes me go, oh, I don't know. But I, I think his upside is... It's worth it, I So reckon. high that I, I think you just take the punt on he, it. He's so worth persisting with. Yeah, I reckon. Like, for whatever brain fades happen or defence miss or whatever it might be, what he does in attack for them mm. on an edge where you've got, we speak about time and time again, Foz and Fafida, the amount of defenders they force to tie oh, in, you give AKP an inch, gone. gone. Like you have to persist with him. He's almost like perfectly designed for that edge. Yeah. Because yeah. Fafita takes, gives him so much space because he's so hard to mm. tackle. I, I think he's definitely worth persisting with um, because, mate, he just – he's got so much speed. His finishing ability is incredible. I have to remember, too, it's his debut year. Yeah. Like imagine how good he's going to sure. be with a few more preseasons under his belt. Um, and he's, what, 21 years old, 20 years old, so super young. I'm excited to see, like, imagine him under Desi. I was just having a look at how many errors he has made this year. And, like, he's in the top 10, but, God, there's some talented players in this yeah. top 10. I bet you Reese Walsh is, like, third or something. He's one, yeah. He's number one? Yeah, with the least amount of games out of all of them. Oh, fuck. Oh, the excitement machine. Um, yeah, so Camp Pereira, outstanding. Uh, I thought I think Verils has been really good, steadying through the middle. Um but, yeah, like, outside of that, there's, like, not really much else to... It's weird how it's played out with Sam Verrills. Like, he got injured. They already had Chris Randall in the squad. They had Aaron Clark in the squad. They brought the <coughs> bloke over from England, Cruz Leeming. He's gone back, hasn't he? He's gone back, and Sam Verrills has just gone back to playing 80 minutes. Yeah. It's like, well, they realised they didn't need seven hookers at the yeah, club. Yeah, you, you had one good hooker, you lost him, so you brought six, and then you just went back to using <laughs> that one again. And now Chris Randall's a front row forward. Yeah. What about Philip Sammy's year? He's Another 229 metres. Far out, man. 53 post-contact, four tackle breaks, a line break. He's a good character of the game too. So yeah, he is. He's he does. starting to get to know him more and more. Yeah. I like him. And I think like as a fan, understanding that he's, he's usually trolling. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's usually taking the piss. Um, yeah, I, I really like watching him play. He really does like – he's just so deceptively strong and every time he runs the ball, the defensive line is all out of whack because people had to come up because he was going to offload, but then he wasn't. You know what he reminds me of? Rapana, to a degree. He's like that kid at high school that comes from basketball or something, and it's like he hasn't like – he, he, he doesn't – it's like he doesn't quite understand what he's meant to be doing, and the way he does it is just odd. He nails it. It's just it. so hard to handle. He nails it. He's been so good this year. He was nearly – he was like this close to an origin call-up. 20 hit-ups. How good. If so he played good. origin this year, he would have killed it as well. I reckon he would have too. I agree. I agree. He played Origin in 2020, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. 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 Um, I'm pretty sure he also – did he run down the Fox as well a few he years did, ago? Yeah, yeah. He's relatively quick. Relatively quick. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Um, outside of that, anything else, boys, with the Titans? Just on that too, I, I think I heard the other day, he calls himself the Hound because of that. <laughs> yeah, actually, I heard the same thing, the Hound. That's mad. That's so fucking funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm actually really excited for the Titans. I think they're on the precipice of being a finals footy side. I really like this is what they're doing now. Imagine when Desi gets a hold of them. Ah, so good. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.